Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Punishment Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from the Fiery Cross on a hillside somewhere in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Punishment Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece and follow up with some mainstream media news articles and give you my honest opinion on each one. Let's begin the show with this evening's commentary piece. We have to chase a million honey and no remorse and no more Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host. Paul Brown, and today is Tuesday, January 31st, 2023, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, How the Deep State Destroyers Threaten Your Way of Life. Think of thousands of people working like diabolical ants so we can be reborn in their diabolical image. They have a secret weapon they employ against us. By tearing up the railroad tracks, burning bridges, and putting sugar in our gas tanks, they plan to ensure there is no going back to our old ways. In a page out of history, Cortez burned his ships when he reached the New World to make a point. There was no going back for them either. The destroyers know they have limited time to do their mischief before they're found out. Once light shines on them, like cockroaches, they'll scurry to the darkest recesses they can find. These people know that the clock is ticking, and it is getting harder and harder to hide the damage they are doing to all of us. Has damage been enough to us to keep us from turning back the clock? The Destroyers have an annual January convention right out in the open. The World Economic Forum holds its annual conclave in Davos, Switzerland, to make decisions about its carefully curated world. We weren't invited. Kerry, Yellen, and at least 10 other U.S. government officials attended, along with despots, thieves, Hollywood types, and green mailers. In a place where globalism and climate change come together, over 1,000 governmental and private aircraft landed to discuss eliminating your fossil fuel footprint. They don't set a good example for mere mortals. Rather, the elite, they always will attempt themselves from what, exempt themselves from what they mandate to others. Do as I say, not as I do. They tell us. The following concepts and principles will make it hard to return to the America of our forefathers. Patriotism. Start with the premise that patriotism is now anti-woke and go on from there. This Atlantic article sums it up perfectly. It's okay to be a patriot, not a nationalist. 
Our definition of patriotism is defined as love of country, and as a nationalist, you love and boost your country as frequently as possible. This is the opposite of what globalists and socialists want. Politics in America. One word describes us. Divided. How did we get this divided, angry, and self-destructive? Is this something new, or has it always been this way? No, this is not something new. The stridence of individuals frequently relates to their party affiliation. Dems tend to go left today. Therefore, those with a strong affinity for the Democrat Party are pulled in that direction. The same concept, unfortunately, applies to Republicans. Lost in partisan politics is the foundational truth of who we were and the blessings bestowed on America through those truths. I am a conservative writer, so my bias is towards traditional thinking. This means I am cautious about making quick, radical changes. That's why I'm frightened by what's happening to the Democrat Party. People I know have abandoned the far left-leaning Democrat Party as too extreme for them. Growth comes primarily from immigrants and the young, who are blank slates for the destroyers. Morality. Those working to destroy us don't want, don't want, they even fear, a strongly ethical country. We always come back to the obvious. Morality and ethics are essential to keep society on the straight and narrow. We live in a world where one plus one no longer equals two, and where doing the right thing can make you an object of ridicule, or even worse, see you sued, beaten up, or prosecuted. Prosecutors aren't even prosecuting theft, hit and run, or assault in some jurisdictions. Debt. We have arrived at Armageddon. We've reached a point where the financial standing of our country has to come into question. Our ability to be subverted by malign actors is ever-present as we face the reality of being an extreme debtor nation. Most Democrats and too many Republicans believe that doing something about our debt crisis is like touching the third rail. There is a real fight within the Republican Party to use the debt ceiling issue to force reforms. Ask yourself, if not now, then when? Interest on the debt will soon become a single largest federal government expenditure. Families and religion. Remember the expression, dance with the one who brought you? One of the distinctive differences for us in our core belief in family and God. Yet, the government has been trying desperately to incalculate our children into a system absent God and traditional family values. The government redefined marriage and removed us from the foundational one nation under God. Our belief in family and God is why we've created the world's largest an ever-growing economy, and the largest middle class. Without those principles, 
we have begun to think and just become another country with unsolvable problems. It is inevitable that without God and family at our core, we will not survive as a recognizable whole. And that's the destroyer's intent. Education. Perhaps nowhere else have we been so damaged than in our educational systems from pre-K to doctoral. Termites of evil and misinformation at our schools have eaten away at our traditional foundations, invisible from the outside until they swarm. Our schools are shot through with manipulation, reinvented histories, and strident haters of America. There are many ways we could put a stop to this crisis that will affect the next generation of citizenry. Parents need to regain the power and oversight they ceded all too readily. They must oust those on the school boards and teachers' unions who are complicit in the brainwashing of America. Energy. As a pilot for most of my life, I stay up to date with aviation industry. People will be flying much less in the future with $20 a gallon SAF fuel requirements and the false god of electric planes being promoted. Even worse is our government's single-minded push for electric vehicles of all kinds, even going so far as electric tanks. Media. Mainstream media is no longer reliably cover important stories. Mainstream media no longer reliably cover important stories that in any way conflict with the left, left, hard left tilt. Read journalism's code of conduct and see how far those journalists diverge from what they espouse. I certainly wish their code had the power of law so we could prosecute lobbyists acting as journalists, making, making believe they are reporting the news fairly. These are the top categories I could fit in an essay of limited length. Within these selected categories are the actions and policies undertaken to reduce your freedom by dragging us all along a hidden path of no return that will see us all entrapped in a dystopian world of horrors. The way back starts with an understanding of what the destroyers are doing. We've all been warned. God he is. Do you attend church? If you don't, you should. But be careful what church you attend, though. Many churches today preach that homosexuality and miscegenation are okay. Are they really? Not according to the Bible, they're not. If you want to hear God's true commands to his chosen people, then listen to the services from the Christian Revival Center 
in Harrison, Arkansas. Don't live near Harrison? You can still hear them on the Christian Revival Center YouTube channel. Search the Christian Revival Center in Harrison, Arkansas, and it should be right at the top of the list. Tap follow, and you'll be alerted every week when the new sermon is posted. What could be better than hearing God's true words right from the comfort of your own living room? Invite Pastor Rob and his family into your home every week. Come on down. The price is always right at the American Heritage Store. We've got all your pro-white needs at reasonable prices. Tell them what we got, Bob. Okay. We've got belt buckles, hats, pins, flags, t-shirts, sweatshirts, and items too many to mention here. Go to www.kkknationaloffice.com and tap on the American Heritage Store banner and see for yourself. No mask required here. Okay, everyone. Uh, welcome back. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, if you notice this evening, I am trying some uh, different equipment, some better uh, equipment to do the show with. And uh, I believe the sound uh, will be much better uh, doing the show this way. It's a, a not a new piece of equipment that I had. Uh, uh, I've had this equipment for a while, but just didn't understand how to use it. So uh, we're going to try this now just to uh, get some better sound maybe in the show. The first article I have, and this was uh, big news uh, over the uh, weekend. Uh, this comes from the news source Red State. And the headline is, Protesters Get Violent in New York City's Times Square after release of Ty Ray Nichols' video. Uh, this was a uh, black thug that refused to follow uh, police orders. But there's a twist to this. The, the five police officers charged in the death of this uh, punk thug are black. Yes, uh, black officers don't even... well. You, and, Everybody knows that there is more black-on-black -black crime in America than white-on-black, uh, police-on-black, uh, uh, other assorted uh, non-whites-on-black combined. There are still more black-on-black -black crimes. And uh, here you have it. Uh, here, uh, five black police officers can't stand uh, uh, this black thug. Uh, I didn't see the video, though. Uh, I should have watched it, but... Uh, the article here, it says, We reported on the video released in the beating death of Tyree Nichols, and the video was not good. The police officers involved, who were all black, were fired and charged with second-degree murder in his death. So, one would think that justice was being pursued. Nichols' family reportedly called for peace, saying they didn't want any disturbance and were satisfied with how the case had been proceeding so far. Um, you know, here was the uh, black mother, I believe it was, 
uh, pleading for uh, 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 her troops uh, not to take to the streets in violence. Uh, but again, this is a characteristic of uh, certain races uh, to take any excuse possible, any excuse to destroy America. So here we go again, another uh, uh, black thug, a punk, that nobody really uh, gives a crap about. Five black police officers beating to death, and it, it's supposed to be a shame. Now, uh, what I've read in some of the articles, uh, this black uh, suspect wasn't following orders. You know, uh, even blacks can't stand blacks. And here's a perfect example. Uh, but some in New York weren't listening. There was a march with folks carrying the signs of the Party of Socialism and Liberation. People from unaffiliated Black Lives Matter group in New York and their leader, Hawk Newsom, were also marching. If you wonder who was marching in uh, most leftist protests, PSL is almost always a big factor. You'll also you'll see their recycled signs. Uh, there was uh, uh, some comments made uh, justice for Tyrell Nichols, protester, and New York City chant: "No justice, no peace. Kill these killer police." Uh, I wonder who made up that poem uh, for the black people uh, because, uh, well, we know that uh, it rhymes. So they didn't do it. Uh, somebody, uh, I'm sure, wrote this for them. No justice, no peace. Kill these killer police. Uh, you know, that's why we have so much lawlessness right here uh, in America now. It's because uh, police officers aren't allowed to perform their jobs. They're not allowed to protect themselves, let alone us. They take an oath to protect and serve. So when they come upon uh, misfits, uh, retards that don't want to follow instructions or feel they are better than following instructions, this is what happens. Uh, here it happened to be, and it, we all know, the uh, retard strength and the violence within the black race. And here it came out with all five officers, black. Uh, you, you know, uh, it's uh, kind, kind of like uh, animals, which uh, beasts of the field. When someone falls, or say an animal falls, a weak animal, that's prey. And uh, animals will jump on that weak, weaker one and kill it. Uh, this is what these uh, uh, beasts here did. A black police and a black victim. Uh, then there were the unabashed communists. Young communist contingent of the Justice for Tyree Nichols protest was down with pigs and defund, defund the NYPD signs. Uh, here's another example of uh, people not thinking things through. You have people hollering again now, uh, mostly non-whites, 
about defund the police. They don't want the uh, police uh, around. Uh, they don't want police to be allowed to use any type of force. And we're seeing a lot in America today. Uh, I've done, uh, I don't know how many shows or how many uh, articles here on the show of how white people are fed up with the crime or fed up with it. And there's armed citizens. Uh, people are finally getting wise that it isn't safe to walk out of your house. It's not safe for you to take the trash out unarmed. And now uh, these thugs, they thought that uh, because uh, police were being defunded, they had run of the country. Well, guess what? Why are you sick of it? This is our white Christian country, and we're sick of it. Uh, now they'll have this, uh, all these, and there's, there's been many. This isn't just New York City. Uh, the troops are out in full again, uh, uh, destroying, burning things. What does that have to do? with a black thug being killed by black cops. This is just another excuse to destroy. You know, in my opinion, anything that these low IQ blacks do to these cities, burning them, uh, looting stores empty, they should have to live in that neighborhood. Don't cry for Whitey like they did the last time uh, over the George Floyd protests. And then when it's all settled, uh, settled and dumb and uh, 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 dumbass Tyrell figures he can't go get a loaf of bread now because him and his buddies looted the store empty and then burn it. Yeah, you know, uh, that's another example of not thinking things through. And then what happens? Uh, they want to tax Whitey to death to fix what the blacks destroyed. I say no. Uh, build walls around these cities and make them live in that. You burn it, you live in it. You destroyed and emptied the stores, then tough shit. Tough. When you don't have a store to go to to buy something, tough. Uh, these people are a burden to begin with. Let alone, it, it, it's like little uh, children. Little children. Uh, they don't get their way or they're expected uh, to follow the same laws as Whitey does in America. And they can't handle that. They think they are so much better. Uh, and I really don't know where that comes from. I don't know where they get uh, that they are so much better. But now the article continues here. Uh, that's when it got a little wild as his comrades then came to try to help free him. And a lot of people all pressed in around the cops, including Newsom, who is the husky black male with the beard. Uh, the cops then take down one of the, one of the leaders. Uh, people try, try to intervene in an arrest, and it starts getting wild. Then a woman jumps in and starts trying to hit the cop in the head. That was not... Uh, a good idea because then they tried to arrest her. Uh, meanwhile, this is all part of what Newsom said, either to hype up the crowd in Union Square. Now, uh, this is uh, graphic. This is what this uh, big, big, stupid black man, uh, uh, beast, 
this is what he said. Now, this is graphic, so uh, I'll, I, I, you don't have to uh, have the children go out of the room. Uh, I just won't say. Uh, it says, F peace, F peace. Uh, were they being peaceful when they were stomping on Brother Nichols' head? Hawk Newsom speaking at Yingler protest in New York City. Uh, and it says F, F peace, Newsom said multiple times. We ain't never taken violence off the effing table. Newsom echoed the mantra that CNN's Van Jones referenced. The black cops aren't black, they're blue, Newsom claimed. A pig is a pig. A cop is a cop. And they are upholding white supremacy. So even if there are no white people involved, it's still white supremacy. <laughs> Whitey ain't involved in this at all. Not, not, a, not a lick, not, a, not even a little bit. And you had this big dumbass black person saying uh, that even though there ain't white people involved, it's still an act of white supremacy. Uh, you know, anybody that listens to the show, because I use it a lot, because it's it's true. It's statistically true. Within the black race, it's a 70 IQ average. That's borderline retarded. This this person here, he opens his mouth and makes himself look so stupid. White people weren't involved. But this was an act of white supremacy. Five black cops kicked the guts out of a black thug. It wasn't following orders, and it's because of white supremacy. I knew some continued. We are not our ancestors. We will effing you. We will f you up. Black power. Talk about insulting ancestors too. <laughs> They're not our ancestors. You certainly are not. You big dumb oaf. You're not your ancestors. You have the same qualities as your ancestors. Couldn't get this to work back then, uh, and it's still that way today. How's that? Uh, protesters were being, or, uh, protests were being organized in multiple cities by the PSL and other leftist groups in Seattle, Portland, and Memphis. In Memphis, the marchers also shut down I-55. Again, here you have uh, dumb people blocking a highway. And then when uh, uh, they get run over, uh, then it's uh, it's not their fault when they get run over. Uh, hang on one Okay, here we go. Uh, Bear with me a little bit here this evening because I am uh, uh, using this as a split screen and I should have familiarized myself with this uh, before I started the show, but I did not, so uh, just bear with me. Uh, let's see. Now, here's another uh, uh, black dumbass that doesn't get it. Uh, absolutely. How can you not understand what your race is doing? 
Now, this comes from the uh, news source Red State, and the headline is CNN's race baiter Van Jones blames racism for black cops beating Tyree Nichols to death. Uh, on the night of January 7th, 2022, in the city of Memphis, five black men wearing badges and sidearms who swore an oath to serve and protect did none of those things. Instead, those now-fired police officers beat Tyree Nichols so badly that he died from their multiple kicks and punches in the hospital days later. Uh, Tyree Nichols was also a black man. The difference was the only criminals on the street that fateful night were wearing badges. One, noting, uh, one need only watch the video once to see that those uh, what those men did to Nichols was utterly unjustified and criminal. Uh, like I said, I didn't watch the video. Uh, I may have to do that this evening here after the show, watch the video. Uh, because what I read from uh, Epps, uh, uh, bits and pieces that was written, what was going down uh, on the video, uh, it looked like he wasn't following orders. Now, I might be wrong, uh, but that's what it looked like. It, it, it seemed like the uh, officers were giving uh, him orders, and he failed to comply with the orders. Well, uh, you know, what happens when you don't follow uh, the rules? Uh, this is what happens. Uh, let's see. Uh, what was the conclusion of CNN's Van Jones and a new opted? It wasn't that at least five bad apples wearing badges ended the life of an innocent man. No, Jones concluded that black men beating another black man was an act of racism. And the subtext, white racism, is to blame for black men killing a black man. As incredible as that sounds, that was unfortunately the expected opinion of race-baiting, race-baiters in media, where uh, everything, even the beating of a black man by another black man, is racism. Uh, and, and we know this. Today, as a white person, every day, every day there's something new uh, uh, that we're being called racist for. Uh, being proud of our country and intending to keep our country as a white Christian country is racist. Do you think the uh, uh, Zulu tribes uh, in Africa, say there was a 13% population there uh, living around the Zulus, and uh, they didn't treat us the same as their uh, Zuluites, <laughs> that if we said that they were being racist, uh, how long do you think you would live? Seriously. I say this a lot. We would be shrunken heads on a stick so far back in the uh, jungles of Africa that they would have to pipe in sunshine. But here, uh, such ungrateful uh, non-whites in this country. So ungrateful. Not only do they cause half of our crime, they are ungrateful for everything that we have given them. And then yet everything is still our fault. Uh, Jones wrote, uh, at the end of the day, it is the race 
uh, of the victim who was brutalized, not the race of the violent cop. That is most relevant in determining whether racist, racial bias is a factor in police violence. It's hard to imagine five cops of any color beating a white person to death under similar circumstances. And it's almost impossible to imagine five black cops giving a white arrestee the kind of beatdown that Nichols allegedly received. Okay, now I'm nuts. This is uh, statistically correct, too. There are more white people killed by law enforcement in America than there are black people. Uh, I don't have the statistics right in front of me. I wish I did. If I'd have known this article uh, uh, was going, uh, or the show was going in this direction, uh, I would have uh, looked them up. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, I did not. But I know it for a fact. This is statistically correct. There are more white people killed by uh, uh, police officers in America than black people. Uh, so don't give us the uh, uh, how police brutalize you as a black person when you're committing over 50% of our crimes. You know, you're gonna, uh, you have a, as a black person, you have a 50% chance of being encountered by law enforcement. That's not Whitey's fault. That's not Whitey's fault at all. You want to act like you're in the jungle? By all means, go back to Africa. Live your life in the jungle uh, as beasts of the field. But you're not going to do them here in the streets of America, not without consequences. Uh, the article, uh, back to that, uh, it's that simple. For race baiters like Jones, if the victim is black, he or she is always a victim of racial hatred. It's a self-fulfilling statement, a statement that cannot be defeated, even when the criminals are black. If a black man is the victim, race is always the reason. Uh, Jones and race baiters like him are stoking flames that will envelop the nation. Antifa, the thugs and goons who burned America three years ago, have taken to the street again, and will again burn, loot, and destroy property. Uh, and it wasn't just, uh, uh, here, this is kind of trying to make these black people uh, over the o overdose of George Floyd look like innocent people. Yes, most definitely uh, Antifa uh, had their hand in that as well. But you know, I saw many pictures of blacks standing there with their fist up in front of a store burning to the ground. So, uh, and I'm not, certainly not defending Antifa, but we're going to get that out there too. It wasn't just Antifa doing it. There were plenty of blacks and Black Lives Matter. Uh, pictures I saw of the destruction. Uh, and here, what did I say? What's going to happen uh, again? Burn, loot, and destroy property. Uh, the article here says, I saw plenty of signs on the streets of Memphis that called for justice for Nichols. But Antifa thugs burning cities isn't about Tyrell Nichols. It's never about the victim of police violence. It isn't with black people either. What about Black Lives Matter? Every time one of their own 
uh, fails to follow orders, it doesn't matter if they're reaching for uh, uh, the policeman's firearm. And they get killed for doing so. Blacks still have a problem. That was wrong. That was wrong. Well, listen, when you're too stupid to reason, to listen to reason, listen to uh, uh, commands, then stupid actions, uh, you get stupid consequences. Uh, you know, uh, as a white man, I get sick, sick and tired of, and I see so much of it because uh, I go through quite a bit of uh, news on a daily basis. Uh, so I really see uh, all of this uh, stuff and, and how uh, uh, Whitey is being pretty much beat down and blamed for everything. And like I said, you know, it's our country. Big deal. You know, what? even if white people were so racist, then why don't the non-whites leave? Uh, you know, if you go to uh, somebody's house, say somebody new um, who's into the neighborhood, well, this do not even happen anymore, but uh, if it did, uh, and a new family moved into the uh, on your block and you went to visit them, uh, like people used to, uh, go over with an invite for dinner or take a pie over, and those people treated you badly, would you stay? Let's get real. This this is all BS, so the blacks could do what blacks do, burn, loot, and destroy. And, yeah. Here we are, we, stupid enough, we allow it. We allow this. You know, there's no possible, there's no reason in hell that our military couldn't be sent into these cities and gain control, whether it be with lethal force. So be it. You know, if, uh, for instance, if I was outside and I was at a store and I was all ticked off because uh, one of my white buddies got arrested for something that he uh, deserved to get arrested for. And I'm standing outside this store, burning it down, stealing stuff out of it, and the police arrive. You know what? I would uh, expect, if I didn't stop, I would expect to be shot. I would expect it. These people, uh, uh, they just don't want any consequences. Oh, let's see here. I'm going to do... Uh, you know, speaking of bashing white people, this article, now I didn't read it before the show. Uh, I very, very seldom uh, read an article before the show. But, now let me, uh, this one with the headline, this was just a, another headline. Uh, that I saw that it ticked me off so bad, but I should be used to it. I, I should. Uh, this comes from Fox News. And the headline is Obama honored superintendent blasts white race as problematic, who should feel really uncomfortable. Now, you know what the, the worst part? about this is this is a white man that said that the white race is problematic 
and we should be uncomfortable. You know, uh, I don't know. I, I think a lot of uh, the white people uh, that support the blacks and the destruction of America, uh, I believe that they're afraid. They're scared. They want to, they think because uh, they see on the news all these thugs burning cities, looting stores, robbing, raping, selling drugs, shooting people. Uh, there are white people that see this and think that the black race is uh, like this some big, strong uh, uh, group of people. Like, you better be on their side or they're going to kill you. Listen, if there was ever a race war in America, we would have no fear, no fear whatsoever. We would be fighting against 13% of the population and uh, the average uh, a foot soldier uh, of the black race with a 13 or a, a 70 IQ, borderline retarded. So it would be like beating up uh, uh, the little uh, retarded child in the playground. But, you know, there are white people that fall for this mainstream media, and I think it's put up there uh, to try to scare uh, uh, white people. Do you really fear 13% of the population that the average uh, a person in that 13% population is borderline retarded. Trust me, folks, no fear, no fear at all. Uh, if there was a race war in America, it wouldn't last long. It wouldn't last long at all. Uh, you know, you see the big cities and things. Uh, we'll take Chicago, for example. And you see all the crime, and it looks like Chicago is just all black people. Because that's all you see committing crimes. And it's not. Chicago is 29% black, 46% white. All of these cities across America that are being destroyed by blacks, they're the minority in that city. They're the minority. Uh, back to this numb nuts now. Uh, a superintendent in Arizona, previously honored by the Obama White House for being a champion of change, blasted the white race as problematic and said they should feel really, really uncomfortable in an unearthed media interview uncovered by Fox News Digital. This is a traitor to our race. The superintendent of Scottsdale Unified School District, Scott Menzel, discussed equity, inclusion, and social justice in an interview while he worked in the same position in a Michigan district. During the interview, he said that the white race was problematic. There's a misconception that educational equity is really only for ethically and racially diverse districts. But white people have racial identity as well, and in fact, problematic racial identity that we typically avoid, he said. Now, here you have a white uh, dumbass putting down his own race as being problematic in a white Christian country, our white Christian country. 
I took the liberty of looking up some uh, statistics. You have this uh, uh, scared white man, I guess, afraid of blacks, calling white people, which he is part of, problematic. Do you realize how stupid that sounds? Here's a white man saying the white race is problematic. What's he do? Go home and punish himself? Does he feel like crap about himself? No, he points the finger at other white people, uh, trying to get some brownie points because he's afraid of black people. That's all it is. Well, here's some statistics. If white people are so problematic in America, then what do you call this? Black people are responsible for 55.9% of homicides in America. White people are only 41.1%. Now, you have to look at this uh, uh, percentage-wise. Wise. Black people in America are only 13%, and they are the cause of 55.9% homicides. Thankfully, most of those uh, are against their own race. Uh, and white people, I'm not sure, I think it's in the 60% range, but it's dropping. Uh, white people in America are any, uh, there's so many more white people in America and, uh, uh, we're only responsible for 41.1% of homicides. Um, here's some more statistics. Uh, this is non-aggravated assaults. Blacks are 2.7 2 times more likely than whites to commit a non-aggravated uh, assault. 2.7 times more likely than white people. Uh, black youths are 16% of the population. Black youths in America are responsible for 52% of violent crime, 58.5% homicides, and 67% of robberies. Uh, and uh, in a robbery, it's 12 times more likely that it is a, a white person being robbed by a black person. 12 times more likely that the victim is white, the perpetrator is black. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay, here I have the uh, statistics. Now, the, uh, here's the proof of the decline. Any, anybody that doesn't believe uh, that we are being genocided out of our own country, out, out of the world uh, uh, as well, in 2010, the population of white people in America was 63.8 percent. In 2021, it dropped to 59.3 percent. About four percent. Let's see. Yeah, a little over four percent decline of white people in our white Christian country. You know, you may be thinking, oh, well, that's 4%. That ain't too bad. It is. It is. We're getting, it's getting to the point at 59%. Pretty soon, we're only going to be 50%, and this is our country. 
Uh, what do you think the population is in Africa, a black country? Uh, what do you think the non-white race is in Venezuela, uh, Honduras, Guatemala? The race of those people, because it is their country, is so much higher than any outside races. But here in America, uh, we are being genocided. Now, in 2010, uh, the black population was 12.3%. And in 2021, the black population was only 12.6%. Uh, so the black population uh, pretty much uh, uh, stayed the same from uh, 2010 to 2021, uh, a little over 12% uh, of the population. Now, my theory is, uh, you know, that the black population, it didn't go anywhere. It stayed the same. Uh, you have the black population uh, breeding like crazy because they get more uh, welfare. But you have more black-on-black -black crimes. These people are killing each other. That's why their racism advancing in America. Uh, you know, maybe our government knows uh, uh, that uh, because our government wants uh, white people genocided out of this country. Maybe that's why they didn't use the black people to do it because they know they're too stupid. Uh, uh, they're more violent against their own. It's like they see each other and automatically, I want to kill each other. Maybe that's why uh, these non-white cockroaches are coming across the border uh, uh, from South America. Because they're filling in for what the black people can't do because uh, they're so violent uh, to each other. Uh, and then Numbnuts here says... Uh, the superintendent said the system needed to be dismantled to create a system of racial equity, and that privilege needed to be called out. Now, I just gave you the statistics. How are you going to make an inferior race equal to a superior race? You're not going to. God did not create whites, uh, blacks, and uh, race is the same. God's chosen people are the white race, so uh, we are always going to have privileges over the non-white races. It's plain and simple. That's not racist to say. Uh, that's fact. Uh, but what's a real kick in the nuts to white people is we have shared all of our blessings from God with these non-white people. And this is what we get kicked in the nuts every time, when actually we deserve a thank you. You know, these black thugs wouldn't have 20 pair of shoes in the closet. Uh, they wouldn't have 30 pounds of gold necklaces around their neck. Uh, they wouldn't have uh, these gold grills with diamonds in them. They wouldn't have Rolex watches. They wouldn't have the best of cars, the best of phones, the best of clothing, if it wasn't for white. So... If anything, if you ask me, uh, we deserve a thank you, is what we deserve. And, you know, there's nothing more disgusting than when you hear an article like that, and uh, it's a white person uh, putting down another white, uh, the white race, well, not just one white, 
uh, the white race in general. Now here, uh, let's see. Speaking of blacks killing blacks, blacks uh, hating whites, uh, let me get to the top of the article here. Uh, this comes from uh, phys.org. I don't know if this is, is short for physician, uh, P-H-Y-S dot org. The headline is, now get this, this is uh, supposed to be uh, so surprising that this study found this. When people like myself and like-minded people like myself, we know this. This isn't nothing new. It's not a surprise. The headline, black adults in the U.S. are more likely to have had multi-generational family members incarcerated. Imagine that. Your average black person is borderline retarded. Uh, the black race commits the 13%, commits over 50% of the crime. And this is supposed to shock us uh, that black adults uh, have had um, multi-generational family members incarcerated. You know, this is why I say, and you know, I've said it uh, uh, for a long time, and I'm sure it upsets some people. But like I said, when I see that uh, a black child or whatever uh, was murdered, it doesn't faze me because this is the nature uh, of the beast. It's, it's not shocking because this is what they do. <clears throat> now, for people that don't realize or don't follow statistics, they may think, oh, my, that poor little black child. But when you're someone like myself and like-minded people we know this is what they do. They kill each other. Uh, so it's not surprising. Now, the article here, while previous studies of incarceration and family life have focused on immediate family, parents, partners, and children, a new analysis of a nationally representative survey of U.S. adults that asked about siblings, grandparents, grandchildren, cousins, and other extended family members has found that black adults in the United States are not only more likely to have experienced family incarceration, but are also more likely to have had more family members incarcerated and to have had family members from more generations ever incarcerated. You know, how hard is it to figure out then? You know, if, if uh, and I do believe this is true. But, you know, this was done to, or being said to, uh, like, uh, try, try to put pity, give pity to the black race. The statistics are right there. You know why this happens? Because they're thugs. You know, they should actually be ashamed to have a, uh, 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 an article like this come out that, uh, if you're black, You've got uh, not only close family members, uh, but distant family members that also have been incarcerated. Uh, this makes the whole lot look bad, doesn't it? Wouldn't you think? You know, uh, uh, myself as a white man, I wouldn't be proud to say, if it were true, 
I wouldn't be proud to say that uh, my close family members, uh, yeah, they've all been incarcerated. Uh, even my distant family members, third cousins, and yeah, sure, uh, they've all been uh, uh, incarcerated. You know, then people would be thinking, okay, Brown, uh, that must be, that's a bad name. Well, it is, being, uh, unfortunately, but listen, Brown is a, a German name. Uh, but we know here in America, it's popular uh, within the black race. But I would be ashamed to say that. That brings, uh, okay, anybody out there listening, say your last name is Smith. You've been incarcerated. Your close family's been incarcerated before. Your distant family uh, has been incarcerated before. Then that would tell me that the uh, Smith family are troublemakers. That the Smith family, the whole family, is troublemakers. But here, this is put in light about black people. This also makes all black people look bad. Uh, it makes it look like there is more rhyme, which there is. And, you know, half of our jails and prisons should be black people. They, 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 equality, all uh, uh, black people are locked up more than whites. No shit, Sherlock. When you got 13% of the population committing over half of your crimes, it's not really hard to figure out that half of the population of jails and prisons should be black because they are the ones committing the crimes. Here, this article pretty much says black adults in the U.S. are more likely to have had multi-generational family members incarcerated. This makes the whole bunch look bad. But here, you have this uh, trying to uh, uh, cast pity for black people, because most of their families uh, have been in jail. Whereas if this was being said about white people, you know, like a particular family, like I said, uh, Smith, uh, and uh, a study was done that the Smith family had all these people incarcerated, then what did you think then? What would you think? The Smith family must be pretty rowdy. They're a bad crowd. Uh it's, I love it when mainstream media will stick their foot right in their mouth, just like this one. Uh, to throw it out there, what we've been saying for years, what we already know, and then to throw it out there uh, trying to uh, uh, get uh, pity uh, for these uh, criminals. Uh, now this article comes from as soon as I get there this article comes from the sun.com uh, the headline to this is thieves prey on Walmart and Target using dangerous distraction technique to steal items after stores lock up goods. 
Thieves have been accused of lighting fires as a distraction so they can steal items from Walmart and Target. Cops are investigating the recent blazes at outlets in Georgia as arson. Theft remains a major problem for retailers such as Target and Walmart. Both outlets have resorted to locking some items in cabinets at their stores as part of efforts to combat shoplifting offenses. Fire crews charged to a Target outlet in Atlanta on January 23rd after a blaze broke out at the store. Officers believe the fire was started near a mattress, according to Atlantic News First. Surveillance footage showed a masked shopper pushing a cart full of goods has been released by investigators. They have identified him as a person of interest. Footage obtained by Fox 5 showed thick smoke billowing in the parking lot. Um, guess what color the uh, footage is of the person of interest? The same people that now are out burning cities once again uh, using the excuse of one of their own meeting their demise uh, from PD. And keep in mind, more white people are killed by law enforcement in America than black people. You know, some of these statistics, you can't tell somebody these. Uh, you, you know what I'm talking about. A leftist, you, you can't um, you can't go to a leftist and give them uh, facts because they still don't believe facts. But here uh, on the show, uh, I give you facts. If I don't know it for fact, I won't say it's a fact. But if I know it to be fact, backed up by statistics, then I'll tell you this is a fact. These facts, the things that I uh, discuss here on the show, a leftist would, uh, well, okay, for instance, if a leftist was listening to the show, and I know there's enemies of our race that listen to the show, I know that for a fact. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, okay. If, if there are leftists listening to the show, and I know there is, when they hear my show, when they hear the Rust Belt Klansman, they don't call me informative, uh, good reporter, because I use facts and statistics. They call me racist, homophobic, xenophobic, uh, 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 all the other phobias in America because uh, uh, I don't agree with race mixing and I don't agree with homosexuality. Uh, I don't agree with 13% of our population causing over half of our crimes. So I'm called a racist for giving facts. This is, this is proof that you can't argue logic with the leftist. Now, people that are like-minded to myself, when they hear the show, they're like, yeah, yeah, he, he's right. Uh, this is true, but not leftists. You can't give leftist facts. Which, this just, it goes to show uh, how lame, uh, you know, that they really are. Uh, how 
Dom. And speaking of destruction, uh, this article comes from The Blaze. The headline to this is, Teen Vandals Cause $200,000 in Damages to Small Business Destroy Owner's Stream of Opening Brewery. It's not even recoverable. Uh, this is a white man uh, trying to open a brewery. And $200,000 worth of damage. This is uh, teens. Now, I don't know. if It probably won't say the race in this article, but you can guess it. You can guess it. See, this is why uh, blacks have multi-generational uh, family members uh, in jails and prisons. Because the ideologies of a, a certain race, it doesn't matter if you're three years old or a hundred years old. It is an inborn trait. So uh, my guess would be that this $200,000 in damage is caused, I, I'll bet you it's black teenagers. Because what do black teenagers learn? They see black adults out doing what they are doing right now, uh, burning stores or burning cities, looting out stores. Their children see this, and this is what's normal for them. This is normal for them. Uh, last week, a Michigan man's under-construction business was repeatedly vandalized by a group of teenagers who caused an estimated $200,000 in damages. Uh, he called the attack on his business very malicious and violent. Uh, that sounds like a black crime, malicious and violent. Ryan Long stated that he had been saving money and working for seven years to open a brewery company in Globes. However, following repeated acts of vandalism, Long said he is no longer confident that he will be successful in getting the place up and running. Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, I feel really bad for this gentleman. Uh, but you know what he should do? It's move his brewery to a white neighborhood. Put it in a white area that will uh, that where people will appreciate what you're bringing to their area. Uh, now I don't know this for fact, but this uh, 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 poor white guy getting his business destroyed is probably not in a white neighborhood. Uh, on January 19th, the Van Buren County Sheriff's Department informed Long that three 13-year-olds broke into his business three days in a row and caused significant damage. Long reported that every window on the property was broken, including the windows on two vehicles. The teens used rocks, golf clubs, and fence posts to shatter the glass. According to Long, uh, the vandals also took surveillance cameras, ripped out engine parts from a construction vehicle, and put sand in the gas tank and oil compartment. The business owner told Fox News Digital they broke every window, every overhead door, over 100 windows that were destroyed, ransacked the building. They destroyed a sky track that was in the building. 
They removed oil caps, the hydraulic lines. They filled everything full of sand. They destroyed a 15-passenger van that we had there to move things around and get things done. And completely, you know, put a huge setback on the building and the project to move forward. Long explained that the business was uninsured due to two previous break-ins and thefts. Uh, he said, I've exhausted everything in this. Uh, this is my savings, my retirement. You know, uh, we planned on moving forward this summer and in getting things at least a soft opening available for the weekend. But at this point, it's, you know, it's not even recoverable. What a shame. What a shame. Ah, this next article, I get a kick out of this. Uh, well, let me see here where it's from. Oh, this is also from the new source, The Blaze. The headline to this is, Woman allegedly met 87-year-old Holocaust survivor on dating site conned him out of millions that she blew on luxury items. Now, we know that the Holocaust uh, is a hoax. Uh, but anyhow, here's this 87-year-old uh, Holocaust uh, survivor, he says. And he met this woman, and uh, I believe her name is Peaches uh, Stergo. Peaches. A woman in Florida has been slapped with a federal indictment after she allegedly swindled a lonely Holocaust survivor out of nearly $3 million over the course of several years. According to the Department of Justice and the FBI, 36-year-old Peaches Stergo of Champion Gate, Florida, near Orlando, met the unnamed 87-year-old victim on a dating website six or seven years ago. Under the pseudonym Alice, Stergo began corresponding with the victim and told him that she had recently settled a lawsuit in connection to a car accident. However, she claimed her lawyer would not release the funds until she paid him, and she did not have enough money to do so. The victim then sent her a check for $25,000, and afterwards, Stergo allegedly told the man that the settlement money had been deposited into her TD bank account. Damian Williams, the United States Attorney for the Southern District of New York, and Michael J. Driscoll, the Assistant Director in Charge of the New York Field Office of the FBI, claimed that Stergo had never settled any lawsuit but used the fake lawsuit as a pretense to continue conning the victim. On dozens of occasions, Sergo supposedly convinced the victim that she needed money to prevent her account from being frozen. If it did, she allegedly warned him that she would be, uh, wouldn't be able to pay him. In all, the victim wrote Sturgis 62 different checks, totaling more than $2.8 million, and Sturgo then flew that money on lavish vacations and luxury items, including a home and a gated community, 
a boat, a Corvette, a Suburban, even Rolex watches and designer clothes from La Florence, Louis Vuitton, and others. The indictment stated. Meanwhile, the victim, who had already been victimized, <laughs> here, here we go again, uh, not only uh, 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 a Jew, now they have to bring this up, uh, they have to say this, uh, he just got conned out of $2.8 million because uh, he thought this uh, uh, girl was interested in him. Now they have to say this too. Meantime, the victim, who had already been victimized by the Nazis during the Holocaust, lost his apartment and his entire life savings. Now, you know what that is? You know what that's called? A Jew got Jewed. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, these people that claim they are so intelligent they can run the world uh, there you go a Jew got Jewed that might, that might be a first in history uh, that somebody was able uh, to do a Jew and then let alone uh, uh, 2.8 million dollars uh, that's a lot okay I am going to do uh One more article here. Uh, you know, last, uh, I believe it was Thursday. It might have been Tuesday, but I think it was Thursday. Uh, I ended the show uh, with something uh, that I found funny. Uh, I'm trying to think what it was. Oh, yes, the uh, uh, that happened in uh, uh, Nottinghamshire, uh, where this uh, player... Uh, playing, I forget what kind of a sport it was, but uh, 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 he said that a, an opponent stuck a finger or fingers uh, in his uh, bungholio. I saw another article uh, from the same place, uh, uh, Nottinghamshire, a pedophile that acted as a 14-year-old to enroll in school, the same place, Nottinghamshire. What is going on? Uh, this is crazy. Now, this one, um, well, uh, <laughs> this one is just as crazy, and uh, I will try to be about as professional as I can with a headline like this. And, and folks, just like I told you, I don't have to search uh, high and low for this stuff. It, it's right there uh, in the mainstream media feed. It's This stuff isn't even buried uh, anywhere. It, it, it's just right there. This comes from the New York Post. The headline is, Surgeons Extract Condom Rat Banana Man Ate in Hormonal Rage Fit. Uh, now, I don't know what they mean here by a hormonal uh, rage fit, but this guy wrapped a banana in a condom and ate it. Uh, and then the article here starts out with a little bit of pun. Uh, it says, was he trying to get some sexual peeling? Uh, a 34-year-old man had to be hospitalized after eating banana wrapped in a condom 
and a fit of rage, which resulted in a serious bowel blockage. A case study describing his banana contraceptive calamity, deemed to be the world's first case of its kind, was published earlier this week in journal uh, Curious. The bizarre case came to light after the unidentified patient had reported to the hospital after experiencing abdominal pain, nausea, and vomiting. Meanwhile, he wasn't able to tolerate any food or drink and hadn't had a bowel movement in over 24 hours, Dam Press reported. Doctors performed a CT scan which revealed that the poor old soul had a condom wrapped banana obstructing his small intestine. The patient, who reportedly had a history of depression, copped to swallowing the prophylactic-covered fruit and a fit of hormonal rage. His last bowel movement was on the day prior to the onset of symptoms, the study said. This is the first known instance of someone swallowing a banana in a condom. He inadvert the, uh, the inadvertent fruit mule was subsequently rushed into surgery where doctors were able to remove it from his poop chute. Accompanying photos uh, snap post-extraction show the contraceptive swaddled bruised fruit next to a pair of surgical tongs. The man was discharged three days after the potassium balloon's removal, whereupon he recovered to the point to where he could eat and poop without issue. Two weeks after the operation, he was tolerating a low-fiber diet without nausea or vomiting, the report read. He had a return of normal bowel movements, and his pain was well-controlled. They added, at six months, he can continue to endorse normal bowel patterns and diet. He was able to slowly resume his active lifestyle and did not have major concerns. Uh... The man said he'd swallowed the potassium-filled prophylactic in a fit of rage. This marked the first known instance of someone swallowing a banana in a condom per the study. Authors noted that small bowel obstructions are rare and usually the result of ingestion of drug-filled condoms to smuggle illicit drugs. This isn't the first time someone has swallowed an unusual object, however. Earlier this month, doctors were flabbergasted after discovering that a four-year-old child's colicky pain turned out to be caused by a magnetic bracelet that he'd swallowed. Uh, now, I've heard of uh, uh, kids uh, swallowing uh, magnets, and that can cause some trouble. But here we have a grown man put a banana, put a, a condom on a banana, and then swallow it. Uh, I don't know uh, what fetish uh, this sicko uh, might have, but the moral to the story is don't swallow. With that, I'm going to close out this Tuesday evening show. I'll be back here on Thursday, February 2nd at 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on White Pride Radio. Uh, look me up on VK and True Social. VK is Russia's version of Facebook. And ironically, uh, uh, VK, you can say anything you want, uh, post anything you want. 
and there are a lot of um, U.S. citizens like-minded to myself on VK. Uh, so look me up there. Uh, I am also on uh, Donald Trump's media, uh, Truth Social. I am there uh, privately with my uh, um, profile. And also, uh, there is a profile for this show. Uh, so uh, get on Truth Social and look for at the Rust Belt Clansman Show. Uh, find it and uh, tap follow. If you have any uh, uh, news articles you would like to send in, thoughts, ideas, uh, things to discuss, questions, you can email those straight to the Rust Belt Clansman Show at heyrustbeltclansman at mail.com. Very simple, all lowercase letters, heyrustbeltclansman at mail.com. You can also call the show at area code 254-6226. You can leave a voicemail or a text. Uh, I listen to every voicemail. I read every email, and I read every text. Uh, so if you send me something, uh, I will acknowledge that I received it. Uh, if you have a question, uh, I'll see if I can't get it answered for you. Uh, as always, we're going to end this Tuesday evening's uh, The Rust Belt Klansman Show in prayer. Uh, so my white brothers and sisters, please bow your heads. Train me and strengthen me, my Lord, so I may be diligent and live my life fully devoted to attaining life in the next age. Don't let me get complacent with small victories in this life, as if they were the objective at which I was aiming. I am not aiming to see miracles happen, though they empower me. I am not aiming to be a prophet, though prophecy propels me. I am not aiming to be a preacher, though preaching equips me. Give me righteous instruction and sound discipline that prepares me to endure the pain and weariness I will inevitably face. I won't be satisfied with the temporary rewards of this life, but will press forward to receive the full promises you have set before those who will endure in cultivating righteousness until the end of the age. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, you know, as I was reading that prayer, I'm not sure. I may have uh, did that same prayer on Thursday. Uh, I'm not sure, but hey, uh, a prayer is a prayer. Uh, God hears them all. Uh, again, I will be back here uh, this Thursday, February 2nd at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on White Pride Radio with a new The Rust Belt Klansman Show uh, two evenings from now. Uh, so uh, thank you for listening and uh, join me uh, Thursday evenings. As always, from The Rust Belt Klansman, myself, Paul Brown, White Power!
What do I care if it dies? <laughs> it means.